Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. How you doing? My name is Nick and I'm an addict. Just for today. March 20th. Higher power. Most of us have no trouble admitting that addiction had become a destructive force in our lives. Our best efforts resulted in ever greater destruction and despair. At some point, we realized that we needed the help of some power greater than our addiction. Basic text, page 24. Most of us, without a doubt, that our lives have been filled with destruction. Learning that we have a disease called addiction helps us understand the source or cause of this destruction. We can recognize addiction as a power that has worked devastation in our lives. When we take the first step, we admit that the destructive force of addiction is bigger than we are. We are powerless over it. At this point, our only hope is to find some power greater than the force of our addiction, a power bent over persevering life, not ending it. We don't have to understand it or even name it. We only have to believe that there could be such a higher power. The belief that a benevolent power greater than our addiction just might exist gives us enough hope to stay clean a day at a time. Just for today, I believe in the possibility of some power that's bigger than my addiction. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Melissa L. Hi, Melissa, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Melissa, where do you attend meetings? Where are you from? Um, I am originally from New Jersey, but right now I am living in Hartford, Connecticut. So my meetings are around the Hartford area in Connecticut. Awesome. Uh, Melissa, could you share your thoughts on the Just for Today on Higher Power? Yeah, so I mean, ever since I came in, I kind of struggled with it a little bit. And um, just some background on me, like I'm Jewish. And when my mom was the one that started talking to me about AA, and when I looked it up, like they have to say the Lord's Prayer or NA, AA, everybody, you know, they all say, you know, different literature that I said that had nothing to do with me and upon research I guess that there is 12-step fellowships for Jewish people so I kind of shot my leg myself in the leg with that one but um you know going to meetings for me was really uncomfortable for a little bit um because of the talk of higher power um 
I didn't understand a concept of God or, you know, a higher power of my own understanding because in the beginning, like I felt like if there was a God, the things that I had been through wouldn't have happened, you know? And I really felt that, you know, how could I put so much in something that I can't see or touch or understand? And I would go to meetings and they'd talk about it and I'd like roll my eyes. Like I was the person that like sat there rolling my eyes and I'd share about how like God isn't real. And like, you know, I was just so against it. And, you know, so how that has kind of changed for me is I realized that my concept of a higher power had to come from something tangible. So first it started with my cat because she's amazing and, you know, I needed something I could talk to and touch and like feel like I could have a conversation with, um, not just like talking to the air. For me, like that felt weird. And, you know, as I got more sober, then it turned into Taylor Swift and, um, you know, being clean and <laughs> loving Taylor Swift, it was kind of cool because I can make, you know, the connection. And when I heard some of her songs, I mean, this sounds crazy, but, um, you know, I would feel kind of like I was closer to God. And then I got even a little bit more clean. And my conception of a higher power now is the ocean. And for me, it's because, you know, whenever I go near the water, like I just feel so at peace. Um, you know, I feel like I could sit there and regardless of if I'm here or if I'm clean or if I go back out or, you know, if I'm happy or if I'm sad, like the tide still goes in and out every day. And there's nothing I or anybody else could do to make that not happen because, you know, the tide, it just, it controls so many things and it holds another life like inside of it. You know, the ocean is just, it's its own kind of universe. And I think that, you know, having that for me was really important um, because, oh, that's my dog. Because, you know, with higher power stuff, there's a lot of times where, I have been, um, you know, alone, just me, my thoughts, and that never leads to anything good because when I am alone with me and my thoughts, a lot of times I could think myself, you know, into wanting to use or into wanting to not check in with my network, um, which for me is a dangerous spot to be in. And especially in the pandemic, there's been a lot of times where, you know, either I didn't want to go to a Zoom meeting or, you know, I couldn't get in touch with my sponsor for whatever reason. And what has saved me is, is that connection with the higher power. With, you know, higher power stuff, there's just been these times, you know, in quarantine where I just haven't felt that connected. And if I could just, you know, pause and meditate and, you know, take that time to just connect, um, I find it really, really helpful. And if you would have told me like a couple of years ago that would be where I was at and, you know, this would be a helpful tool for me, I would have said that you were kidding because there's no way that I would be like meditating and praying every day. And, you know, that looks different for me day to day. Like really meditative for me is when I'm driving and, you know, either I have like music playing and I kind of zone or, it's silent and, you know, I'm just there and I could just kind of like focus on the drive or focus on, you know, just something that's not my life. Because when I'm focusing on my life and the issues in my life, like, it's just, it's scary. As I said, like, 
you know, I'm really good at making my life into like a TV show and the only viewer is me and there's horrible ratings and it's just like super shitty. And that's like when I start seeing that stuff surfacing is when I realize like I have to check in, like, have you prayed? Have you meditated? Have you called somebody else and asked them how they're doing? Like what forms of service did I do today? And the reality is, is that without a connection to my higher power and without putting the footwork in that has to be put in, you know, with the fellowship, I wouldn't be able to have anything that I have today. And, you know, without my higher power looking out for me or without that connection, like regardless of if I seek the connection or not, the higher power is still going to be there and, you know, there to help me. And even if it's not the help that I want, it's generally the help that I need. Um, it's just, it's so strange that this is a topic for me because I don't know, still sometimes talking about this stuff makes me uncomfortable. Um, it's just, I think it's because it's so like not natural to my being. Um, obviously like all, you know, addicts and alcoholics, running my own show and being my own higher power was a way that I led a lot of my life in active use. And, you know, if it wasn't me that I was holding as my higher power, it was the drug or the drink or the guy or, you know, X, Y, and Z. Those were the things that, you know, I would put up in this like God-like form almost. And realizing that, you know, I did pray kind of when I was using, but it wasn't prayers that were, you know, <laughs> helpful or good. It was foxhole prayers where I was just like, you know, God, please let me not get arrested or God, please, you know, let me not drive up on that sidewalk as I'm driving up on the sidewalk or, you know, please, you know, just let me live through the night. And it wasn't anything of me being grateful for. It was more, what can I get out of my higher power and how could it protect me, you know, while I still do the shitty things that I do. Um, you know, anything to kind of keep my addiction going and going and going were things that I could put a prayer for. And when I look back at those times and how lonely and uncomfortable I was for no other reason than being in active use and not having a connection with my higher power or giving a shit about myself, um, you know, it does still make me sad because there was a solution, you know, and it took what I, what it needed to take in order for me to get where I needed to get, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. And I relate a lot to, I think a lot of people will relate to like, um, using, <sighs> there's my dog, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like really only using like my higher power when I needed help. And then realizing later, like, oh, it's more, that relationship can be more than that. It's not, it doesn't have to just be me asking for help. It can be like, me being grateful and um asking for serenity and acceptance and like you know like when i'm it can be more than just like an emergency call you know and right um i also think uh what you said was important like my higher power was always there and will be there it's just a matter of like do i want to acknowledge it and like enhance that relationship or do like you know like my higher power is not going anywhere. It's just whether I want to form a relationship and, um, you know, acknowledge it. And uh, I think that that was really eye-opening for me, at least when I first got clean, like that, um, you know, my God or higher power, like 
didn't go anywhere. Like it was there the whole time. All I had to do is acknowledge it. Um, and that was like a lot easier for me than like trying to find and like seek out like this entity that doesn't exist yet in my life. It's like, oh, it's there. It's right. You know, like it, it is there. And uh, I just have to accept it and like acknowledge it and like embrace it. And right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I mean, I will be honest, like some days it is easier than others. And like, totally. you know, I just started, you know, in my career and I'm actually, you know, a substance abuse counselor, social worker. And, you know, I get to see kind of the disease in all of its, you know, different stages on a day to day. And, you know, we, the conversation does often come up about a higher power and it's interesting to hear people's, you know, conceptions of it. And, you know, a lot of people do use God to guide them in their recovery and other people, you know, don't want to touch that yet. And I think that's the beautiful part of recovery is that it's not a one size fits all type thing. Right. And people like get what they need at the time that they need it. And I think that comes along with spirituality because, I know like for a lot of people, they see, um, you know, the higher power thing kind of as a barrier rather than, you know, a tunnel to success and, you know, me included. And the thing is, it's like, it's not like you're turning, you know, it, I didn't like the language of it because it made me feel weak. And especially when I felt my whole life trying to be like super mega tough or whatever, um, I just didn't like, like, turn your will and your life over to God. I was like, what even is that? And like, I just don't understand what God's going to do with all of that. But I mean, if he wants it, he could have it. Like my life was like a three ring circus dumpster fire at that point. But, you know, like, I just didn't even want to acknowledge the fact that I would be surrendering like, ew, what a gross word or you know, turning my will and my life over to a higher power of my understanding. Like, that made me super uncomfortable. So I had to kind of like tiptoe into it. Like, okay, God, like, Hey, like what's good. And then just run away and come back in a week and be like, like, you know, like a little more like, okay, God, like, this is what's up with me. Like, how are you doing? You know? And my conversations were weird. And sometimes I'd sit there and I'd be like, okay, God, just checking in. Cause I have to, my sponsor says so, but like, hope you're good up there. Talk to you tomorrow. And you know, for me, it, it has to be more casual. And I mean, my clients will tell you that in my practice too, like I'm pretty casual, but I still get the results because I like to connect with people on a humanistic level. So, you know, kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, dumbing down the spirituality side for me and somebody telling me that, you know, I could use either the rooms or, you know, a friend who passed away or, you know, a blade of grass or a chair, just as long as my higher power isn't me, that's all that matters. And just humanizing it and being able to be like, okay, I could just have a conversation with God. And honestly, my sponsor even said to me too, if you want to like curse out your higher power some days, that's okay. Like, just make sure that you make a connection and like follow it, you know, like you might have to make amends later, but like, you know, it's, it's fine to let your emotions out with your higher power in whatever way you need it to. And in my mind, like from the wording, it sounded like you had to like be gracious and like, you know, I don't know. It makes me think of like when the people worshiped like a gold cow. Um, like that's kind of what I thought. I was like, I don't want to be like a blind follower and this like dumbass cult. Like it really scared me, but 
you know, once I started having an open mind and somebody like told me, it doesn't mean that you have to accept it. It just means that you have to be open and willing to eventually accept it. And, you know, once people just started dumbing it down for me, I think it was easier for me to be like, okay, so I guess I could do this, or at least I could fake it until it feels, you know, kind of okay. And little by slowly, as I kept doing that and kept kind of trying, um, it helped me kind of see the the benefits of it. And sometimes I wouldn't feel anything or feel any benefits. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I had like, you know, a big white light moment because I haven't because, you know, for me, the miracles and the, um, you know, really great things that I see in recovery are, you know, people staying clean every day and me staying clean every day. Like, you know, I think that that is a way of my spirituality working is, is seeing the winds and, you know, just amazing things in people's lives as they change as well. You know, I think part of it too is seeing people who pass away from the disease as well, because it is the circle of this disease and this disease sucks because it does have casualties, but it does have also a lot of people who, you know, are able to make it. And I think that just the circle of recovery is, you know, spirituality in and of itself, because, you know, they tell you that you should have, you know, just kind of an open mind so that you're able to reap the benefits of everything. And I feel like as I've been able to open my mind up more and more, I've been able to see the promises come true, not only in my life, but, you know, in others. So I don't know the way that that all of that, which I don't even know if that made sense, but the way that all of that stuff was explained to me, I think made it easier for me to make the jump to a connection and not be so judgy and weird about it. Totally. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So Melissa, we have to wrap up, but there's a question that we ask all of our guests. And that is, if you could talk to Melissa with one day or one week clean, what would you tell her today? What would you want her to know? Um, I would want her to know that it's worth it. And, you know, I originally got clean at 22 and I thought my life was over. So I just want to tell her that, you know, the best is yet to come. I've gotten my master's. I'm in a career I wanted to do since I was 10 and I get to help other addicts who are trying to remain clean. So, you know, I would tell her that her life is about to be beyond her wildest dreams, but buckle up, buttercup. It's still a ride. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.